Let's go, Lego fans. Today we are talking about Winnie the Pooh. We are reviewing the latest Lego Ideas set, and we're talking about something pretty big coming April 1st that could cause some waves in the Lego community. Finally, we are gonna talk about some big changes coming to the video format of this podcast and the YouTube channel and TikTok. So very excited about those things. Let's go. Welcome to the Brick Talk Lego Podcast. I'm Mo, your host, and this is the place where you can find all things Lego. Mark my words, you heard it here first. We are getting Harry Potter modulars. Look, look, I'm sorry. I know people love it, but I thought it was a garbage set. Lego took a huge risk here and it paid off massively. So tune in, buckle up, and let's start building. All right, let's talk about this now. A very reliable and very favorable source is reporting that April 1st, Lego is gonna be dropping a new creator expert set based on the Space Shuttle Columbia. The set is rumored to be listed as 10283 and coming in at a price tag of $199. Now, I have mixed feelings about this, and guys, I honestly want to come to you and get your opinions. So, for those of you who don't know, the Space Shuttle Columbia is probably the image of a space shuttle that you have in your mind when you picture NASA. It is one of the most iconic and classic looking space shuttles, and that is probably why LEGO wants to do this expert creator set. Now, for those of you who maybe are unfamiliar with the Space Shuttle Columbia, on February 1st, 2003, upon re-entry, the Space Shuttle Columbia completely disintegrated, killing all seven of the crew members. So, it is a iconic design marred by tragedy that is going to have to be handled very respectfully in order to pull off a good set. It wouldn't feel right if LEGO released this set and then did not mention the tragedy that happened. It would also not feel right if they released the set and only focused on the tragedy that happened. So I feel like LEGO has to tiptoe here and I'm just not entirely sure how they can do that successfully. Uh, honestly, guys, I don't know. So you guys let me know what you think. I think it's. A, I think it's, it could be a beautiful homage to the seven astronauts who lost their life that day. I think that it could also be a beautiful homage to the legacy and the power behind the Space Shuttle Columbia, all of the different missions that it went on, all that it stands for in this beautiful arena. But yeah, guys, they're gonna have to be, they're gonna have to tiptoe. They are gonna have to tiptoe. Now I have to say that they have an excellent track record of handling these situations really well. So I have faith that they will handle it. It was something that was not on the radar. So for us to get a new space shuttle this quickly after the Saturn V was retired, that's pretty cool. And especially they did a really good job at keeping it 
uh, leak-free. No one, as far as I know, has been reporting on this. So uh, it kind of came out of left field, which I like. I, I, I like when those things happen. So props to you, Lego. But anyways, let me know. Send us a, a comment in the Instagram or on TikTok. Let us know what you feel. How do you feel about this particular set? Do you think that Lego will pay homage to those who lost their lives? Or do you think that it will just be another creator expert set? I'm interested to see where this goes. At $199, I hope it's pretty big. I hope that it's pretty big. That is $80 more than the Saturn V. So that it should be a little bit bigger than the Saturn V. It's also, I think it's also a more robust build than the Saturn V. And the Saturn V came with 1,969 pieces. For $80 more, I would expect to see at least can we get close to 25, 26, 2600 pieces? I, I think that'd be a really good build for this. Now, for those of you who are unfamiliar with the Columbia design, it's that triangular shaped design with the really wide wings towards the base and the three large engines on the bottom connected to the, to the fuel housing. Like I said, it is a more classic look when you think of what American space travel is. I just wanna make sure that Lego handles it properly and I think they will I have all the faith in the world that they will but yeah let us know what your thoughts are Lego ideas set 21326 Winnie the Pooh the idea was originally submitted by a fan named Ben Alder in March of 2019 yesterday March 18th the Lego set became available to VIP members and we were lucky enough to get our hands on one. The set came in at $99.99 and included Winnie the Pooh's home with five exclusive minifigures. I was, as a fan of A.A. Milne, a little bit disappointed by the absence of Heffalumps. The packaging, as with all LEGO Ideas sets, was beautiful. It was adorned with the yellow, greebling brick build on the bottom stripe with the black Ideas logo on the bottom left, the age recommendation, the piece count, and the set number are all on the bottom right. Above the yellow strip, we have a solid black background that kind of gradients into gray towards the center with the beautiful build in its completion standing out front. Up top, they use the classic Winnie the Pooh and Disney fonts to deliver perfect branding as always. On the top edge of the box, you see all five minifigures in their glory, as well as a wooden sign that says 100 Acre Wood. On the back of the box, we see the build in its completion opened up in playset mode, with three inset pictures on the back, including Pooh enjoying some honey, reading a beautiful book, and then a kind of schematic sort of drawing of the house on the bottom. The beautiful thing about the box that I loved is it is a hinge top box and not a side open box. This to me just makes the presentation a little bit more beautiful. The interior of the box is solid matte black, which I think just makes everything pop because the pieces are so incredibly colorful. You get two sticker sheets and an amazingly beautiful instruction book which are all packed underneath the uh, seven numbered bags. 
The instruction manual is 160 pages and to my surprise is no longer the all black instruction manuals that we see in a lot of the adult 18 plus sets. In here you'll find a lot of really cool tidbits and background information on Winnie the Pooh as well as an interview with Ben Alder, the ideas creator himself. Now, as I said, this is the first of the 18 plus books that has been printed since Lego has decided to go away from the black background. So we will not be seeing any of the black background instruction books. I never had a problem with the black background, but a lot of people said they were hard to see some of the instructions. So I guess it's all for the better. If you are into collecting parts, there are several new parts rare parts, and recolored parts that we have not seen before. One of my favorite things is that the branches of Winnie the Pooh's tree are actually made out of the classic pink coral pieces that have been recolored into light green. This is an exclusive coloring of these parts and it's not found in any other set. This idea set does come with nine one by one round tiles with B prints on them, which are exclusive to this set. Lego also created an exclusive honey pot with Pooh's H-U-N-Y labeling on the side of it. You'll be able to get four of these inside of the set and nowhere else. Rounding off the exclusive pieces is we get a one by six brown tile with a print of Mr. Sanders on it. In bag number one, you find both the Pooh and Piglet minifigures. Pooh has an, an incredible little balloon that comes with him, which I absolutely loved. You'll also build the base of Winnie the Pooh's house and the tree. My favorite part from bag one is the use of the one by two brick hinge pieces, which show you that Winnie the Pooh's house can be split open into a playset. Also, the entire foundation of this set looks like Rabbit, which I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed bag two because that's when you see the other remaining three minifigures come. Tigger, Rabbit, and Eeyore are all in the second bag, meaning that you don't have to wait through all of the different bags to put together all of the minifigures. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Also in bag two, you start to separate out the areas in Pooh's house and you build up some of the walls, including some incredible bushes that kind of flock the side of the house. Pooh's house is broken up into, I guess you could say three areas, like a, a dining room, a, a bedroom, and then the entryway. Pooh's bedroom is absolutely beautiful. We have a, a golden honey colored bed with a white sheet and white pillow, uh, gorgeous baby blue curtains that are inside of a hatched window. I love that. The foot and the head of the bed have this beautiful blue color bed frame. And then just above it, you have what I think is supposed to be a little birdhouse clock with an area for something to hang. And at the bottom, you have this beautiful candle that's lit, keeping Winnie the Pooh's bedroom lit up. Winnie the Pooh's dining room has a beautiful table adorned with a teacup and one of those honey pots, an awesome brick built comfy chair that you can take out as you please. And it's also got a wood burning stove. 
My favorite part of the dining room is that it does have a two by two round tile with some bees on it. And in the zigging lines flying behind the bees, we have the initials of the creator's children. The entryway has a mirror on one side, which is really cool. It's an oval tile piece that we use a foil sticker on that makes it look like a mirror that's actually reflective. I really liked that piece. On the opposite wall is like a, a tea service area and a map to the 100 Acre Wood. One of my absolute favorite parts is the door to Winnie the Pooh's house is a brick built door like we saw in a lot of the Hogwarts builds. The base of the tree trunk is absolutely gorgeous, guys. I don't really know how to explain it, other than there's a lot of curved pieces that go into this beautifully organic looking trunk of the tree. Honestly, the way that they built this thing just feels so natural to me versus other trees that have come out in the past, which I don't know, never really did it for me. This is completely different. And what I love is that at the base, the roots of the tree kind of split in two and right there in the center is that beautiful brick built door. I love that. Up in the upper area of the tree branches are these incredible bright yellow beehive pieces and they've taken those circular one by one bee tiles and they have them flying around each of the beehives which I think is just absolutely uh, adorable. And then you get to putting on the, the branches and the leaves in the tree. This piece was actually frustrating for me. It's a ton of repetition. The coral pieces are nice and exciting at first, but they become super, super repetitive. You also build these little, I don't know, I guess leaf sprouts using a bunch of one by hinge pieces that have have the sort of leafy branch coming out of the center of them. It's just a lot of repetition up in the top of the trees. It, it truly makes the tree look gorgeous, which I love. They have this incredible prop piece, which is uh, a book similar to all the books in the Harry Potter sets, but on the outside, it's got uh, kind of this white silhouette against a dark brown background of Winnie the Pooh eating some honey. And then on the inside of the book is Winnie the Pooh with his red balloon. And it's just a really nice little detailed piece. Once you've finished the build and you finish the bushes and the branches, you have these incredible little mushrooms on the outside. Another exciting thing that you get to build is this kind of four log campfire using those hollowed out round pieces stuck to a stot brick. On the top of the stot brick, you have the, the recess, which you put one of the fire pieces in there and it just, it looks like the, an amazing little campfire. There is a large log outside that has two studs exposed for Winnie the Pooh to sit on. The one thing I was disappointed in this set is Eeyore. In the original ideas entry, Eeyore was a brick built creature and I, I, he looked so gorgeous. He had so much detail. Same with Tigger. Tigger was a brick built creature as well. And I really liked the thought of getting to build each of those. Having them both be minifigures, I don't know. I feel like it made their characters less stand, not, not stand out as much. A lot of people have complained that Winnie the Pooh's 
balloon looks a lot more like a lollipop and I didn't see it at first but now that they've mentioned it I can't unsee it. I think my favorite piece though is Winnie the Pooh's torso. It's printed on both the, the sides with the red sleeves and the front and back. But what I love is that it does have this curvature in the red print that, that gives way to his round belly. I just, I think it's one of the most adorable things. One of the things that I didn't love is that for some reason, the shirt continues to be short on the back, but not on the sides. It's really weird. Like the short, the, if you imagine the shirt, it's short and gives way to his belly on the back and the front, but on the sides, it goes all the way down the torso, which makes it look really uneven. Um, not a big fan of that. Piglet does have a really cool little red scarf that he comes with that I loved. Uh, Tigger has this sort of knapsack thrown over his shoulder on a branch that I thought was really cool. Tigger is actually really detailed in the print. You not only have the orange body print, but the stripes, his tiger stripes, go down the arm as well. Rabbit felt pretty bland. They didn't do much to give Rabbit a lot of dimension. His head looks great. He has no side printing. The front of his torso has an indent that makes it look like his torso goes in a little bit, but yeah, it's just, it's a weird print on him. Honestly, it looks like a kid who's inside of a rabbit costume, which just, I don't know, it, it, it bugged me. There's not much you can do with a minifigure, but yeah, I would have liked to have seen more on rabbit. He does have a pretty cool carrot accessory piece that, that I do. I don't think I've seen that before, but yeah, I think they could have done more with rabbit and Eeyore for sure. Look guys, all in all, I highly recommend this set. I think it's a really cool set. For piece count, it is a little bit expensive. For a $100 set, you only get 1,265 pieces, but everyone who has said that, I just, you have to remember that you're also paying Disney for the intellectual property to use Winnie the Pooh. So that's where that extra money comes in. It's not, if you compare a, a an original Lego set that costs $100 versus a Lego set where they had to go out and purchase the IP. You, it's not the same across the board. The one with the IP is gonna either be the same price but less pieces or the same pieces at a higher price. You just, you, you can't get away with that. All in all, it's a beautiful set. I highly recommend it. For non-VIP members, it is available April 1st. Go pick it up. I, you guys won't, you will not regret it. Okay guys, so next let's talk about all the new changes that are coming to the Earl Fan Builds uh, platform, both on TikTok, YouTube, and even here on the podcast. We were lucky enough to be able to get our hands on some pretty incredible camera equipment. I am very excited to get moving on that. We will be introducing that as early as today. You guys are hearing this on Friday. Today, we have the UCS Millennium Falcon around arriving at about the same time that the new camera comes in. And then from that point, honestly guys, we may even skip the live on Friday to just dive into doing some really cool video work and nice unboxing video, really kick off the YouTube. Cause we haven't done anything on YouTube for a couple weeks now, just in, in anticipation for getting the better camera and we got this incredible mic. So yeah, so in the next coming, in the coming months you can 
expect to see a lot more YouTube content. We are going to be recording ourselves through video while we do the podcast. That's going to be exciting. It's just, yeah, we're leveling up pretty big and I'm excited. We're going to start doing a lot more reviews on a lot more sets. It's going to be pretty fun, guys. Anyways, that's what I got for you guys today. Thank you so much for being here. As always, I want you to remember how important you are how the things that you do in this world matter and you make an impact everywhere you go, even though you don't see it. So just remember that for me. I love you guys. I'm so grateful for you. I cannot wait to see you guys on the next live. If you guys are new here, I want to invite you to join the TikTok community where we have amassed over 370,000 people just like you who love Lego. You can find the link down in the show notes. We're also on Instagram and, like I said earlier, YouTube. We are giving away a huge Harry Potter set, either the Diagon Alley or Hogwarts. We're going to let you choose once we hit 500,000 followers on TikTok. In order to be entered to win, you've got to be following us on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. If you leave a review for us here on the podcast and send us a picture of it in uh, Instagram, you're going to get an additional 500 hundred entries into that giveaway so far only about 50 people have taken advantage of that so if you do it it does give you a competitive advantage i highly recommend that you do that all right guys until next time i'm mo let's go